Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Natasha Martz, owner of the Mark III Taproom. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A virtual training. Virtual? Yes. We're not all in person yet? Not yet. And since we are all being more distant and more virtual, we are facilitating tips and tricks for virtual facilitation. So you're going to learn how to facilitate yes. virtually via a virtual experience. It is. It's like, what's that movie? Inception? Yes. <laughs> Either that or the Matrix. There's one or two there. <laughs> Both of them. Who knows? The red pill or the green pill? I don't know. When's it going to take place? It's going to be Tuesday, September 29th from 1030 to noon. Awesome. Who's it presented by? Though? Presented by Ailish Wasserman. Ailish? That's her name. It does not look like it when you see it spelled out, but that is how you pronounce it. She is formerly of the Ball State Career Center and now owns her own business, the Introvert Career Coach. And she also acts as Schaefer Leadership's virtual program manager, running things behind the scenes. So she knows all about how to facilitate these virtual presentations. I think I was on the first Schaefer virtual presentation where she was running it and it went very smooth. She does a she knows great what she's job. Doing. She knows what she's doing. So are you looking to become more comfortable leading virtual conversations? Have you been asked to lead a virtual meeting or facilitate a virtual workshop? If so, join us for a virtual facilitator training and increase your knowledge, skills, and confidence in the virtual space. You're going to learn how to hone your Zoom skills and discover new virtual technology tools to take your training to the next level. You'll learn virtual communication strategies and how to lead impactful and memorable conversations. You will elevate your confidence and inspire your audience through an engaging learning experience. Now that's a lot of stuff. That is a lot of stuff, but I think the the too long didn't read version of this is I'm going to learn how to do better presentations on Zoom and not bore everybody to death on Zoom. Tuesday, September 29th, 10:30 to noon. Learn more at shaferleadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Natasha Martz, owner of the Mark III Tap Room. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Now, I know zero about you. So you've got to tell me about how you have become owner of the Marks and uh, where'd you come from? Uh, well, I was born and raised right here in Muncie. Okay. So awesome. That's my hometown. A Munsonian. That's it. Yeah. Proud. So did Where, you go, what high school did you go to? I Well, I graduated from Wapahani High School. Okay. So I did live out in Selma, born here in Muncie, um, but have lived in Muncie most of my adult life. But graduated in Wapahani. Yes. Okay. So so after graduation, what'd you do? Um, I had a series of small little jobs as mm-hmm. you know anyone as you does. Do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um I moved to Indy for a, about a year and uh then I came home and I got the bar. So that okay. was that. Now uh-huh. when did you get the bar? I got the bar in twenty twelve. 
2012. Okay. Yeah. So why? Why Why the mark of all well, things? The mark's always been a part of my life. It was um, my father's first bar that he went into. Okay. And um, I remember before the drag shows, we lived close downtown here, and the queens would come to our house to get ready. And I would see them in the bathroom and all their makeups laid out, and I just fell in love with the art of illusion and what they really did. And so then, of course, when I... Got 21. It was the first bar that I went to. Um, me and Dad, it became our once-a-month night out. We'd go see the drag shows mm-hmm. together. And then, like I said, I moved to Indianapolis. Hadn't been there but maybe a year, and I received a call from one of the staff members at that time of the mark, and they said the bar went up for sale. So I looked into it. I moved home, and I've never looked back. So <laughs> Okay, awesome. Now, when you bought it, was it over there on Main Street? It or was. was it at oh, the okay. current location? It, yes, it was on Main. Okay. It was on Main Street. Yeah. So tell me about that situation, uh, moving the bar from one place to another. Uh, it was it was a very stressful time. Oh, I bet so. Um, but I like to, hindsight's twenty twenty. The mark had not grown for 40 some years we'd not been able to you know provide anything else for the community we had a very small little you know affectionately known like a hole in the wall mm-hmm. bar and the new the new venue is just beautiful it is we've we've tripled our capacity very uh, large we can offer a lot more things mm-hmm. to the community um we have pool tables you know it's it's a whole different ball game so i'm very proud to be a part of that part in the mark three's history is you know getting us moved up to a a grand a grander location so tell me about the mark where does that name come from the mark is actually the uh, original owner of the bar he and a buddy had went in um, on halves with this bar but they were originally saving to buy a classic car i believe it was a cadillac called the mark three. Oh, okay so he spent his portion of that savings to get the mark so he said this is my mark three i mean he didn't get his car but he got his bar oh so. that's cool i knew there had to be some kind of name like a story behind the name but i never knew yeah. what it was so. yeah a lot of people think there's a mark one or a mark two right or there are three marks that went together and bought this bar yes. or something yeah. so okay. so that i mean that's the story it's an it's an older car okay yeah. cool Tell us about the bar nowadays and everything that you offer in there for people to to come and participate. We do euchre nights. We do trivia nights. We have karaoke. We do several different types of shows. We do uh, burlesque shows. Mm -hmm. I've Um, been to those. Those are nice. Those are awesome, by the way. (laughs) They are. They work so hard, and it has been an honor to watch the uh, local troop here, the fabulous Fancy Femmes, it, it's been an honor to watch them grow. They are amazing. They put on killer shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we do drag shows. We do male reviews. We do open stage nights. We do open mic nights. So it's just we run the gamut. We've had live productions for theaters and, uh, you know, little little plays and So a little bit nights. of everything. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me about the history of the building. Like what used to be in there? Uh, it was the old uh, Muncie Children's Museum. And I, I kind of so. remember, I was only like five, six years I old. I remember just a little bit. Yeah. We took uh, field trips there to go to the, well, the I fire, remember the right? fire room. The fire room. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they put smoke or pretend smoke and you'd have to like get out. And I was, that one time we went, I was so mad that I was not the first one out and I did not get to like ring the bell or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being very upset. Now, I don't know why I was surprised that I wasn't the first one out because I am like the slowest person in the world. So, And I think they had the, <laughs> The ant thing, which they still have over there at the uh, Children's Museum, but that used to be in the window of of the, where the mark is now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
was that upstairs? Because I believe the f- they, yeah. I see the remnants of the old fire room where the entertainers now get ready. Oh, okay. I, yeah. So I, I, I think it was upstairs. It, well, and I know you had to like, they you had, had to go stairs, up the stairs. That's, and, then and then figure out, stairs. That yeah, is, and then figure out how to get like out yep. and feel the door if it was warm and stuff. Like, you I can actually <laughs> still, it makes complete sense. Oh, I know okay. exactly where that was. It's still kind of similar. Oh, huh, that's cool. Well, tell us about the community that surrounds the Mark III, because I know they're pretty passionate, a group there. Oh, we are. We have a blessed, we've been blessed with a a great community. It's always been, I believe, because we are a smaller community around Mm -hmm. here. There is not a lot of that separation, I think, that you find in the larger towns. Mm -hmm. So even though we are primarily an LGBTQ plus nightclub, we we are in a very progressive area. So we have a large, you know, following of just all walks of life. And, and it's not like when people come in, you know, there's the older crowd in the corner and then there's that younger crowd, like Mm -hmm. everybody mingles, everybody, there's no, um, boundaries everybody it was just friendly accepting i like to tell a lot of my new entertainers that are coming in that our crowd is so receptive and appreciative of any uh art so we're we're just very blessed and without the community i i'm gonna say that you know we would not have made it through this pandemic oh yeah. we would not be reopening this saturday Yay. so but we're going to <laughs> so. yeah now, how has that affected you the whole corona uh, I mean, situation a lot, I this, would imagine. this past year. Oh, <laughs> I am still reeling. I don't know. Um, it's been up and down, to be honest. There have been some very scary days, weeks, months, um, and there's been some very joyful times. And, you know, I don't want to, I, you have to look at it positively. It, ma- it made me stop to take a breath, and I hadn't done that in almost a decade. So, but it also made me think about what my life may look like without the Mark III. And like I said, it is always, it's been a, in my life for as just about as long as I can remember. And when I became the owner of the bar, I couldn't have known how much then it would become just part of me. So, um, yeah. It's been, but we're opening and it's good. good. We've made it. We've made (laughs) it. Well, and and part of that, I I know, you know, during, at the beginning of the pandemic, we, the community came together and kind of did an online uh, virtual fundraiser for the mark and Matt and I participated. Uh, We we sat in our bedroom and drank a few drinks and watched it online and everything. And it was so cool just to see the community come out and support it and the artists come and put their, their acts together. Like I thought that was really neat and a way to to support a business that couldn't open its doors to to get out there yeah it was it was beautiful I did the same I was at home on my couch with a couple drinks you know and I cried and I laughed and I cheered and you know that they are all just so beautiful I mean they and what it what it meant I just I can't even explain what it meant to me and how it helped me get through these months Mm -hmm. I mean just seeing that so so you mentioned you're going to reopen uh, very soon. So what what are the restrictions, I guess, that you might have uh, doing that? I mean, a bar, invite everybody in, or are we going to social distance uh, or something? Definitely not. I, I, w- I had hoped that we would have made a little more headway, but we just, you know, I mean, the facts of it are we cannot hang on much longer. I mean, a business, a small business down for six months is, it's a hard, hard thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so we just cannot hold any longer, but we're going to reopen uh, with a smaller capacity. Mm-hmm. Face masks are going to be mandated unless you're setting, eating or drinking. With the shows, there'll be precautions with how the entertainers receive their tips and, you know, um, and 
we're going to do the best we can. So yeah, yeah. I've just known be different, yes. but yeah. we'll a make it of, work. Yeah, yeah. I know other uh, small bars around the Muncie area are opening. Uh, you know, last weekend, this weekend, that that sort of thing. So it's going to be interesting to see how things take back off. Yeah, and I think we're all just holding our breaths because we're not really sure what to expect. Well, and I mean, I don't think any of us have known what to expect right. for the last six months. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, if you need me to wear a mask to come in and hang out, I will do that. I am, I, I I'm happy that. to do yes. that and to support the businesses that I can and, and all of that. And plus, just to maybe get out of our houses a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we are all ready We for are that. all antsy for that, but to do it safely and, yeah. and hopefully find a way to live with things and all of that. So when you weren't working at the bar and uh, uh, being part of the community and everything like that, what do you do for fun? Oh, gosh. I I love to read. I like to um, take walks. I've got a great Dane, and her and I like to take a lot of walks. I guess that's probably about it. Any vacations? Go anywhere? I have not for quite a while. <laughs> no, <laughs> for, I mean, for the I, past I, decade? I like my, my favorite uh, vacation uh, destination spot here is uh, New Orleans. So I have been able to travel there quite a few times, but it's been too long. We love New Orleans. We love New Orleans. <laughs> it is very nice. I like it, too. So here's just a random question for sure. you, but you're a bartender. Ends at 3 a.m. usually, right? Yes. So what is your average day like? Uh, you know, when do you get up? Right. In the normal times. In the normal times. <laughs> okay. Uh, on a normal, like a work week, I have, I'm not, since I'm not just the bartender, you know, I do all the daytime mm-hmm. activities too. I'm usually up by, I try to be up by nine, do an inventory. I'm calling in orders. I'm receiving deliveries. I'm taking care of that daytime business that I can't, you know. If, if there's a, a meeting, you know, paperwork needs to go here, there. Um, and then uh, my shift starts usually about 6, 6.30. I open the bar at 7. And then I go till 3. And then, of course, we clean up and go home. So I mean, I'm usually not going to bed till about 4.30. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's... That, that's a life. Kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I love it. Um, and, you know, I don't I don't know if I like I said, this has been a good reminder of how to slow down because mm-hmm. I think I kind of forgot for a while. Oh, yeah. So. It, we've found that, too. Just us like, you know, yeah, we didn't get up until the sun came up. You know, if yes. you have kids and everything, you're usually up like six thirty, seven o'clock and. Now it's like, oh, let's just uh, say it's... And it is so funny because during this, I have, I am now opposite and I have not been a morning person for, like I said, almost a decade. Mm -hmm. And, but now I'm up, I'm up at six, seven in the morning. I'm ready to go to bed at nine 30. I'm telling you Saturday night, I'm going to be hurting. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a shift. It's going to be a lovely hurt, but it's going to, yeah. Yeah. Now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions for quick answers. Uh, number one question: Who's your favorite band or artist? Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Okay, I, <laughs> I don't they're know not who on that my is. playlist, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that one up. They're an indie rock band. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Oh, yes. <laughs> After Saturday, you will be. You definitely yes. will be. <laughs> What's your favorite book? The Witching Hour by Anne Rice. Okay. Have you ever met anyone famous? Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family come in um with his entourage 
I had no clue who he was, so I carded him. <laughs> and they, they just got this big kick out of it. And I I couldn't figure out. I'm like, why are these people, like, you know, giggling at me? I have, right. I need to see your ID. doing my job. <laughs> yeah. And then so, you know, later in the evening, I had, then the staff started coming up and the patrons, do you know who that is? You know, that's Ty- Jesse Tyler Ferguson from The Modern Family. And I... I don't watch the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't either, but I do Jesse. remember seeing <laughs> on like social media, like, oh, he's in town. He's at the mark. I'm like, I don't even know who this kid is, but okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. What's your guilty pleasure? Wine slushies. Ooh, really? Those yeah. are delicious. Where, where from? You make them oh, yourself? Shout or? out to Tony Winery. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, they're the only people in town I know that do wine slushies. Yes. And they are amazing. They are really good. They are a treat. They're delicious. What's your favorite movie? Interview with the Vampire. I'm sensing Big th- Anne Rice fan. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> Big Anne Rice fan, yes. What's your hidden talent? I write poetry. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. You, you I don't know how, so, how so you much talent, spew- like how, how good I am, but I, I love <laughs> But to you write. love to do it. Yeah. Okay. Want to awesome. spew some out or anything? Uh, no spoken word. Okay. <laughs> it's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> do you sing in the shower? I do. Okay. Yes. Awesome. How about in the car? Everywhere. 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 <laughs> I sing while I'm working, but I'm lucky because I get to work in an environment where there's always music. Well, that's, so, yeah. It's good. Now, does that get tiring, though, hearing the same things every night? It, it definitely, when I go home, um, I like to relax with peace and quiet, but I do love the music. My ears are usually ringing by mm-hmm. the end of the night, so I'm ready for the silence. But yeah, I, I love that loud thumping music. Yes, well, good. I do. You're in the the right business. Yes. Right. I know when we're in the middle of uh, DJ season, I'm like, because he does DJ work on the side and weddings. I'm like, if I hear Love Shack one more time, I'm going to lose my Yeah, mind. we have a hard time listening to the radio afterwards. <laughs> that has become one of my favorite games during the, the quarantine was when a song would come on the radio that one of my regulars would sing at karaoke, then I would, you know, like, we would trivia, um, like, so who sings this? You know, and mm-hmm. we would say one of our, so Ooh, yeah. That's cool. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would have uh, thought Star Wars for sure. With the whole Anne Rice and sci-fi and yeah. vampires and all that. Well, Star Trek's still sci- sci-fi. Well, it's it's just different. I don't know. I don't know anything about either one. Oh, I was so. going to say, well, honestly, I'm not into either of them majorly. Um, Star Wars, I remember as a little girl, kind mm-hmm. of being in love with the um, the makeup of mm-hmm. the characters. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. And things oh, like yeah. that. Um, but then as I got older, the, the Star Trek was on TV, and I remember kind of falling, you know, getting hooked into one with the um, Jean-Luc Picard yeah, that season. Yeah. Q? I, Yes, I loved that one. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's about all I know about it. Right. <laughs> What's your most used emoji on your phone? The rainbow. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Fitting. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. We really appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. I enjoyed it. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. So COVID has actually touched your family. It has, yes. So tell us about that. Why happened? Well, my aunt and uncle both recently passed of COVID. So people, wear your masks. I'm not going to get political. Just wear your mask, please. Uh, So yeah, they both passed. They were older, but... Two funerals within two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Which was not for... I mean, they were pretty pretty healthy people that we were not expecting to pass quite so soon. They wouldn't have passed if there was no COVID. Pretty much. Pretty much. At least not right now. So you got thinking about things. So I got thinking about funerals and things and death and being buried. So how do you want to be buried? Or do you want to be buried? Well, I mean, 
I can be buried. I'm pretty sure there's a place for me out in the Howell Cemetery if I want to be buried out there. Yeah. And that's fine. But what I really would like to do and I think would be fun is I want to be cremated. Okay. And then put in an urn like you do when you're cremated. Yeah. And then each year, one of the kids gets me. We have four kids. So we start with one. Austin gets me first. He has to keep me on his mantelpiece for like a year or wherever. And not break the vase. And not break the vase and not like scatter me to the wind or anything like that. But he's got to keep me for a year. And then they all the kids have to get together for Christmas or whatever holiday they're celebrating. And then they pass me to the next person. So then Maddie gets me for a year. And then they keep me for a year. And then Holdy gets me. And then Zuzu gets me. So that's at least four years. That's at least four. And then they start all over again. So it makes them have to stay together and stay in communication with all of each other and stay close to their siblings and their family. And also remember me and how awesome I was. So that's what I want. Like you mentioned, in my family, we have uh, plots already in the Hopewell Cemetery out by where we live out in farmland, Indiana. I think the parents have had those for pro- almost 20 years now. Probably. My Nobody's Bob- used them. They're, we just have the plots. <laughs> well, They're ready the plots. to go. Yeah. Well, my Uncle Bob and Aunt Mary had their plots for 20 years, and they even have their headstones there. Like, we would go visit, like, oh, there's, and it had their name, like, Bob and Mary, like, engraved the birth dates but no yeah and no end date so now all (laughs) i gotta do it's super easy all they have to do is etch in 2020 now you've uh looked up some some interesting facts yes about buried people well from our friends at ranker.com ranker (laughs) friend of the pod ranker.com so i (laughs) got myself tickled So, some of these famous people and what they were buried with, supposedly, according to Ranker, uh, in their graves. Okay, so number one here, Bella Lugosi. Yes, he was buried in a replica of his Dracula cape. He was famous as Dracula. Well, yeah. And so he's buried in a Dracula cape. Yes, but not the original one, because that got passed down to his son. And then later, they put it in an auction and tried to sell it, but it didn't sell because nobody wanted it. (laughs) Or nobody wanted to pay the price for it, but... Do you think he's buried upside down? Like a bat? I doubt it. That'd be a long, long skinny hole to dig, right? That is true, yes. (laughs) So, Tony Curtis. Yeah? He was buried with all kinds of stuff, but including his driving gloves, his Navy medals, his grandson's baby shoes, a model of his Trans Am. I mean, that's pretty cool. uh, DVD with clips of all of his favorite films, one single Percocet tablet, his iPhone, Seven packets of Splenda, his dog's ashes, paintbrushes, paints, sunglasses, and from a yarmulke from a Budapest synagogue he helped renovate. That's a lot of all, stuff. All that stuff. I thought coffin. you weren't allowed to like take it with you, but that that seems like a lot of stuff. I mean, you can take it with you in the in the ground. It's not going to go with you anywhere else. And he was wearing an Armani scarf and he held a Stetson hat under his arm. Really? So says Ranker.com. Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. Interesting. How about Frank Sinatra? Frank Sinatra, old blue eyes, was buried with his favorite bottle of whiskey. Ooh, what was it? It was Jack Daniels. What? Yes. He liked Jack Daniels more than... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Those other bourbons that I'm sure he could afford? Probably. It says, whiskey enthusiasts still talk about his choice of drink, and many believe this story still contributes to the sales of Jack Daniels. He was also buried with a roll of dimes to call his friends and a pack of camel cigarettes. They don't have payphones in heaven. You know that. They took them out. They don't have payphones on earth either. (laughs) Do they have payphones in hell? I don't know. Do they take dimes? (laughs) Liz Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Yes. She was married eight times. 
Two of those were to the same man. They got divorced and then remarried. So she was married eight times during her life, and two of those were to the same person, Richard Burton. And he always loved her, even till his dying days. He wrote her one last love letter three days before his passing in 1984, and she kept it by her bedside until she died. So maybe she's buried next to him. I don't know. Taylor never told biographers specifically what was in the message, but she was buried with it when she passed away in 2011. I bet True it said, love. I bet it said, you're next. No. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Houdini, who I thought I thought he died during uh, one of his performances. Is that not true? I think he did. Didn't he? I don't know. Ranker didn't Well, Ranker you? didn't tell me how he died. He just said that he died. But I do think he died during one of his performances. But one of his more well-known performances involved being sealed into an airtight bronze coffin. He wanted to prove that as long as he wasn't panicking, he could survive inside the coffin for an hour. And I do think he survived that One hour. Yes, I think he got out or he survived. But he finally did die in 1926 and he was laid to rest in that same coffin. Did you know that? No, that's kind of cool. Yeah, under a stack of letters from his mom. I wonder if he's still holding his breath. (laughs) Now this next one, John F. Kennedy. Yes, was a scrimshaw collector. Do you know what scrimshaw is? What in the world is a scrimshaw? It is the art of etching on whalebone. So you have a whalebone and you engrave etching it, stuff in it. That's probably illegal nowadays. Like, I would imagine, well, yeah, probably. We're trying to save the whales. We're not <laughs> etching not into their bones. trying to etch bones. into their bones. Well, All he right. had, <laughs> well, Jackie Kennedy had commissioned a nine and a half inch whale tooth, which was engraved with a presidential seal, and she gave it to him for his last Christmas in 1962. He That's, did not see Christmas in 1963. We're watching the Umbrella Academy, and we're on season two, where it's all about that. Oh, yes. They're trying to foil the plot of JFK. Anyway, (laughs) so when he was buried, he was buried with that whale tooth thingy, uh, letters from his wife and children, a rosary, and a tie pin. Aren't you so glad you know this information now? Ranker. (laughs) And last but not least. Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry. Be happy. That wasn't him. (laughs) Oh, my God. So Bob Marley. Bob Marley. <laughs> Such a big fan, can't you tell? <laughs> what was he buried with? He was buried with a Bible. What? I know. Go figure. His Les Paul guitar. Okay. And weed. Cannabis. Cannabis. Pretty fitting, I suppose. I'm going to say, if you're going to go into the afterlife, you might as well be in a you smoky You might as well be toking it, right, on your way? That's right. Purple haze? Everything's going to be all right. All right. So what would you want to be buried with, husband? What do I want to be buried with? Yeah. Pennies over my eyes. So I can pay. <laughs> so you can pay the. The boatman the, of the river sticks. <laughs> I will take some absolute vodka and some olives and a martini glass, please. <laughs> I would also like to be buried. I have lots of ways I want to be taken care of after I'm dead. But I would also like to just be buried all natural. You, you want under, the green. Yeah. The green burial. Green. But I don't want to pay like bajillions of dollars because it's trendy and cool to have like a green burial. I don't want that. I want dig a hole under a tree. Stick me in. Burlap sack. Worm food. Throw some lime in on the top of exactly. you. Exactly. Bury you. And then a couple months later, the sheriff knocks at your door and says, hey, we've got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. But I, since we're talking about burials, my grandma always wanted to be cremated. Yeah. Right. And she was. She wanted to be cremated, and then she wanted us to sprinkle her ashes over her tomato garden because she loved it so much. And I was like, Grandma, that's gross because I don't want to 
eat you later like the secret garden or whatever gross that was called the secret window <laughs> johnny depp movie Man, my references i knew are you so i knew you were gonna go there <laughs> secret garden whatever i don't want to eat, eat you grandma in the tomatoes i mean they might be the best tasting tomatoes we've ever had i don't know but i don't want to eat them when we were married on tin 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 yes in hawaii where we're on a boat trip around the nepali coast and do you remember that the people at the back of the boat were like, stop, stop. We're going to drop his ashes out now. Right. And, and they, they were proceeded like, to dump this guy's ashes out of the boat while we're on our honeymoon. Yeah. It was interesting. And then that girl got super drunk. Or was she drunk or was she just we were told, motion sick? We were told, hey, don't drink too much because you're more than likely going to get right. And seasick. if you get seasick, let us know because yeah. we will help you and take care of it instead of making this a big girl old mess. Barf all down the side of the all down the side of the boat. It was so <laughs> gross, and she was with those people who were dumping out the ashes. And I'm like, that's your memory of dearest grandpa or whatever. You barfing on the side of the boat. Oh, gross. they left so much DNA in that water. <laughs> they <Wow>. did. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Boss. Boss.